Hey guys, this podcast is mainly for Christian and I, and uh, we want to obviously share this with you, but we felt like it'd be super helpful for other agency owners, business owners, and anyone who's really just listening, trying to hear what goes on inside of an agency. Uh, we're going to break down uh, quite a few things. We're going to talk about things that, uh, what worked, what didn't work, what we do think will work in quotations um, before the end of twenty or of twenty nineteen, and then the future of our agency. Uh, we we really do break down a lot of things that went well in our business. Helps us reflect on uh, what could have been better and how we're going to basically right the ship uh, in twenty twenty to make this a better. Uh, agency experience for us and to continue to grow. I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this, whether you own an agency or not. I think as a business owner, this will be super helpful for you. I hope you enjoy. This is the Marketing Natives, providing actionable ways to grow, improve, and succeed in your business. And now, your hosts, Christian and Aaron. All right, let's get it started. So I guess we have these not bullet points, but okay. We have what worked, what didn't work, what do we think will work, and then the future, 2020 and beyond. So do we want to go like in order? Like, okay, let's go through like bullet points of what worked or are we just kind of jumping everywhere? Let's do what didn't work. I know that's not how we put it here, but like I want to finish on a positive. Oh, okay. That makes sense. All right. So what didn't work in your mind for 2019? 2019 um we said that we were not going to do bullet points but i did put some stuff beforehand and wanted to just kind of get out the noggin but i think we so we outsourced our standard operating procedures to a different company and yeah it was a very mm, i thought it was gonna be good i did too and it ended up somewhat okay but it, it gave us the groundwork, though. I mean, it yes. it laid the groundwork, but it wasn't a complete package. Right. And I, I think I, I would still be open maybe in the future to have someone come in and, f- like, not fix them, but, like, literally sit down with us and, like, I don't know, go through them and see, like, okay, these are your weak points. This is where you need to get better here. Mm-hmm. So someone who already has been through those processes mm-hmm. and can see where we can improve them. Yeah. That would be, I would be interested in that. But so, yeah, so I think that hiring someone on the outsource, I think it was good. Yeah. Like Aaron said to build that groundwork. Um, but then like it, for whatever reason um, they couldn't finish the work. Um, so we ended up with, just a few standard operating procedures, not all of them, mm-hmm. not for all of our services or not for all of our onboarding processes or anything like that. So regardless, we ended up doing them ourselves um, as a company. Um, it was one of our uh, uh, employees, uh, Rock, mm-hmm. which a Rock is just a, um, just a big goal, I guess, that you finish um, every quarter. Mm-hmm. Um and so that ended up in a positive note, I would say, but it didn't work, I guess, the outsourcing. And even I think the 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 way that they did it, I would have wanted, I guess, more hands on mm-hmm. as well. Like from us? Yeah. Did, did you think it was a little bit we had an initial meeting, took some notes and then here's this, guys. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I mean, the one thing that they did do well was they took pictures and stuff, which I know we need to go back and add some pictures and videos and stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. To make ours. And I would say that ours are usable now, but they're probably 70%, but it's to the point where like, okay, we did this all off of memory from what we've done before, but we haven't like really tested everything. So it's probably 70%. We've changed some services since then. And I think it's just something that like each year we're just going to have to look at and evolve and change and make sure that they're updated. Yeah. Very true. So it didn't work. Um, outsourcing it, I would say it's like a 50%, which it would be an F, but it still was better than a zero. Cause yeah. I don't think we would have our SFPs where they're at now if we didn't outsource. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. What else? Hmm. I'm just trying to think here. What did not work? Um, well, there's things that are like in progress right now that were like, I don't know. I wouldn't say that the Facebook foundations didn't work, um, but it just took, at least for me, it took way too long to do. So like it was one of the things that we started talking about like beginning of the year. And just because it took so long, it's like we don't know if it's going to work because it hasn't been out or we aren't even technically finished. Like we're done with it. We need to finish the website. So I so guess I, th- I think because I, I was going to say, oh, like, yeah, maybe the website um, just because it's, again, taking so long. But I think it may be what hasn't worked. And we're going to talk about this actually next week mm-hmm. is pro- prioritizing everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we don't we don't have a good, I think, grasp on. I mean, we're doing a lot of different things, right? We have um, our, our monthly workshops that we do with Local Marketing Academy. Mm-hmm. Um, we have weekly videos that go out with tip for tip we mm-hmm. have weekly podcast episodes um we have uh, we have you know the website which is a huge um undertaking um we have the classes with, with tutorials bit, bit learning we have tutorials so we have a lot of different things but we've never really looked at everything in, in one i guess i don't know sheet of paper mm-hmm. and said okay this is where we actually need to spend our time mm-hmm. and that's not to count you know, client work and, you know, business work, business yeah. development work and all those things. So it's a matter of we've never really done that. So uh, that's something that hasn't worked um, is, yeah, we want to do a lot of different things, but we also need to learn how to prioritize all these different little things. Right. And it's not that we couldn't do them all, but just we try to do all of them at one time. Like we're even working on like government contracts and. Yeah, you know, I forgot about that, yeah. Granted, that part of it is actually kind of outsourced to a director lady. So she's kind of, and I don't, I forgot to tell you, but she's been, and I'm just talking here, but she's basically made herself an account manager. And so she's handling all of it from us. And now it's just a matter of creating some proposals. So th- that I would say that that isn't necessarily successful, but we can, we can talk about that a little bit later. Um, <clears throat> so prior prioritization and like, Um, if anybody's familiar with the seven habits of highly effective people, like we were just always sitting with that quadrant two, like needs to be done and is urgent. And then because of that, it's like, everything is like a snail moving forward. It's like, Oh, we could have made six leaps today, but we moved 0.5 on seven different things. So then it's like, we never really make any quote unquote progress. Um, so I, I think that would definitely be an overarching thing that did not work. And then we didn't be focused on this next year as we can just be laser focused or, you know, giving those tasks and assignments to one individual person and letting them be accountable for it instead of trying to share one task across like 
eight different people or five different people or however many people and trying to get that done. It's like, okay, you should own this and just finish this. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of things we work on together. It's like, Oh, I don't know. Like you have your own little project. I have my own little project. Then we have projects we work on together and yeah, it just doesn't, I don't know, way too many things that are quote unquote priority that are never really priority. Um, I have another one here too, but well, I want to think about what your, what else you got? What's coming to mind now that your memory is being jogged or running? I don't know. You can jog or you run, whatever one you want to do. Nothing really. I mean, we're trying to think of other things that, and I'm kind of just looking around the office really. Yeah. <laughs> what did it work? What, oh, we can talk about what did work. I can put that on there later is uh, rearranging some stuff. Yeah. Um, but what didn't work, I would say content creation. So like this year, I feel like we leveled up our game in tip for tip, but the, like the quality of tip for tip got better. Yeah, um, it did. But I think that our distribution and like the actual marketing of the show and capitalizing on it didn't. Like, for example, we would like have an amazing episode, but we just never gave people enough time to promote the episode ahead of time or to share it afterwards. So it's like, we created this 2000 or $2,500 video, if not more. And we just didn't give our, the people we interviewed, um, enough time or enough leverage to really promote the video that it should be reaching thousands of people. Um, and it would reach like one, maybe 1000 people. Um, so it should be much higher, I guess. Um, yeah, and I think as an overall content strategy, throughout the year we've been talking about it and mm -hmm. okay we need to get this working we need to maybe make these small steps now mm -hmm. and i think we're working towards you know having a really solid content strategy um we just don't want to do something drastic right now um we want to do small increments um and i think absolutely from the get-go what we've done is more so concentrated on the quality of tip for tip um and how we can make just the video just a little bit better. Mm -hmm. um, and it's definitely know. there. I feel like the quality is like the sound is better. The audio or the yeah, sound is better. The the video is better. Like the B-roll is better. We never really had B-roll before. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's definitely a, a win. But um, I think content creation as a whole, I would grade it as like a 65%. Yeah. 65% because the quality is there and I feel like the, the quality of the show is there. But again, we just didn't execute on our delivery and just have something in place. I'm like, this is how it should be delivered. Um, and we are kind of getting there. So maybe I give us a 70 now because we're like moving towards that um, as far as getting it to the clients ahead of time, giving them a week or two weeks or whatever to promote um, and just getting ahead of schedule. I think that's another thing too, is just um, getting ourselves ahead of schedule for when we're putting stuff out because it's all pre-recorded. So, you know, just making sure that we, okay, we finished a whole month with a content, like let's promote it for a whole month for each one of these, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anything else didn't work? I don't think so. We, we might go come back to that. Okay. As we're talking, we're like, Oh yeah, yeah. that didn't oh, work. Yeah, no, no, yeah. Okay. So what did work? Uh, I don't know if this happened this year, but Vir the virtual hiring virtual assistants it was late at the end of the year last year okay yeah so and we actually gotten to use them this year yeah fully um and yeah i mean i think they're they're great and they mm -hmm. help out with yeah just those little things that mm -hmm. we don't have time to do 
um, and we can just ask them, hey, we need to even for I think we use them for, hey, gather information for this person who we're interviewing for our yeah. podcast and they just have a full sheet of everything like, about them. data. Yeah. <laughs> like things that you're like, wait, how did you even get this stuff? Yeah. Um, so just things like like weird small things like that, um, they do help out a lot. So and we currently have two virtual assistants. Um, one of them helps out a lot with outreach for tip for tip. So mm -hmm. I think that was great. Um, and then other ones with, you know, posting blogs for, for clients and, um, organizing things, finding information for us and different things like that. Yeah. And I think that, um, it's definitely a win cause I would put it like, I would grade them as like an 80%. And the only reason they're at an 80 instead of a hundred is because, there's a lot of things that we still do and we're like, we need to outsource. Like mm -hmm. I keep telling like the other guys that we work with and I don't not necessarily talk to Christian about it as much, but like, um, Hey, we, that's something the virtual assistant can do. You don't need to do that. Like that's a task that, you know, you're good at record a video. They can do it. You can do something different um, because that's, th that suits their needs. So I think going into 2020, that will be helpful when we get them you know, completely up to speed, but it's just helped out a lot with time. Um, and that's the biggest, you know, the biggest advantage is just having them to help for time. Yeah. Ooh, no, this is a good one. So he wrote on here, uh, what else worked continuing education. We spend a lot of time on education. So, yeah. I mean, a lot of time on education, but I think it is helpful. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. And just, you know, having, for example, on our Slack, we have that, education channel mm -hmm. where we have it open for you know our employees and us like if you find an article if you find a cool new app if you find a course drop it in there so you know people can learn about it or mm -hmm. read about it um so i think we're always yeah promoting that and i've mentioned rocks previously you know we have rocks that are also specific for education so we want we promote that we we say okay at least 30 minutes every week um, work on learning something new, you know, work on maybe you have a longer course. Um, so just spend 30 minutes, you know, going through, through that course. Mm -hmm. So I think that's definitely something that has worked and will work and something that we still continue to do Yeah, till the end. Yes. The end. <laughs> the, future. the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the continuing education was definitely one of the best thing. I mean, I've, I learned a lot. Um, and also going to conferences. Yeah. Which we need to sign up for our conference that we're going to go to. We need to figure out finances and stuff and talk about that later. Yeah. Um, we are more than likely. So if you're listening, we've talked about social media marketing world and, um, Mike Stelzner, if you listen to this, our podcast, uh, we are not going to probably go to marketing, social media marketing world. Maybe we'll go in 2021, but I don't think we're going to go in 2020, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're kind of looking at traffic and conversions. Yeah. Ryan's a fellow Texan, um, the owner, and so we got to support Texan people. <laughs> I think it's also in San Diego, just like a different time or just like a month later or something, but yeah. it's only for agency owners. So, yeah, conferences. And really, I would say that I would want to go to more conferences. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just a matter of what you use from it. Like we've, we've learned a ton from social media marketing world and connections. We've made some good connections there, but there's also, I think an art to going to a conference and getting the most out of it. Like our first year we were just like, oh, this is just so awesome. Like we're learning so much. Um, but at the same time, like 
there's a strategic way to do it and we should probably like i feel like this next conference we go into we're gonna be like all right these are the ropes this is the best you know we know what we're doing at this point so mm-hmm. um I, yeah i want to make sure that we continue to educate ourselves in the conference realm as well yeah what else worked um so I think it's it's taken a long time to find a mentor or a business coach, but we finally got some awesome business coaches, mm-hmm. um, and it's already making a difference in our company in our culture, um, which is exactly what we wanted. And I can't wait to see like what you know keeping them around will do to to our company and how how exponentially, you know, we'll grow from literally just having someone along with us, Mm -hmm. um, along the journey. And like I said, yeah, it's taken a while because we've looked at different things. We looked at, um, what was a vestige for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, we also wanted, I guess we didn't know exactly what we wanted at some point. Also, we were thinking about a consultant too, which maybe beneficial in 2020, mm -hmm. but a coach we wanted. And I had the two confused because I was thinking a coach is going to also help us with our business growth, but really they are because they keep us accountable. Like, Hey, what's, you know, what are you going to get done this next week? And it's like, dang it. Okay. Um, all right. We meet with them on Wednesday. It's Monday. I still have like half of this to do. And it's like motivation to like, okay, I got to finish this before we talk to them on Wednesday. Yeah. So I think that's just the accountability outside of just you and I, which is like, we're supposed to keep ourselves accountable with with each other, but just that external. And it also helps that we're paid. We paid them already. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to waste this freaking money. Um, because yeah, we both see the bottom line of that. Yeah. So I, I think that's definitely something that has worked in this short amount of time, and I know will work um, in the future. It's been like a month, right? Yeah, yeah. And they are also guests on our podcast in two weeks from this episode. Oh yeah, so I won't true. say anything else other than that. Just check out the they are guests in two weeks for January. So great. That's actually perfect timing. We didn't even plan that, but mm-hmm. business coaches for twenty twenty. So if you're looking for a business coach in twenty twenty, check out that episode. Yeah. All right. What else has worked? What else has worked? Rearranging our office. So, you know, your environment matters. And I think that, you know, but at this point, we still need to talk about this a little bit more. Uh, and we haven't even told our employees yet. We'll probably tell them by this time this podcast comes out. But we are going to make sure that it looks right financially. But to move to a space where it's just Christian and I in an office and um, also leaving the office how it is with the the other three guys. And one thing that also helped was just having the right storage and moving our desks around. And mm-hmm. so now our office looks like it's twice as big yeah. and like everybody can walk everywhere versus like, you know, they could move before, but it's just, it's so much more open and inviting and it's just not as cramped, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. It just, it just helps with the overall, like you said, environment and making sure that you're in a nice, comfortable space. Speaking of comfortable, did we get these chairs this year? Yes, we did. Okay, so that's another big win. Getting super comfy chairs makes a huge difference. And also standing desks, you know, the ability to stand up for, you know, an hour, 30 minutes, whatever, 15 minutes. Yeah, um, we stand up during the podcast. So, yeah. So, again, just I think overall what worked in our environment has definitely improved um, with our office storage, with new chairs, new desks, new monitors, um, 
Dang, that's true. We did kind of do an upgrade of the equipment. Before, we were sitting in, like, these chairs that, A, didn't have, like, armrests, or if they did, it was, they like... They were literally my college chair yeah, that I this got. This is high school chair. Yeah, yeah, that's insane to think about. Yes, <laughs> it, it is. And then we were like, yes, let's spend money on chairs. And then it was like, we spent, I don't know, three, like, $1,500 on chairs. Like, chairs are freaking expensive. Um, but... It's it's well worth it. You don't really realize how much it will impact you, but yeah. So we got rid of those chairs, and I think we sold them too. So we still made some money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't much. It did not make the uh, the fifteen hundred dollars, but it was nice to to sell those. Yeah. Uh, what else were we're looking around the office? Well, I'm looking at the um, vision board. Vision board. Um, I guess even having a vision board is something that has worked for us. Um, cause it's something that we look at, you know, on a consistent basis. I mean, not every single day, but we have a meeting next week about that actually. Yeah. So our 2020 vision board. So I think if, if you're an agency owner, you're listening to this a vision board and, and having, you know, those goals for your next year. And we have a, this vision board specifically, it's, I guess, split up into one, two, three, four, five, six, six different categories, seven, seven categories. Mm-hmm. So we have business development and growth, philanthropy, Awards and accomplishments, physical surroundings, rest and relaxation, physical well-being, finance, um, and it all just—it's all you know centered around us, the company, and what we want to do on all those areas. And we really—I mean—we look at that as a as our lighthouse, you know, our, our light at the end of the tunnel. And mm-hmm. we, we see, okay, we wanted to do this. Okay, what what thing we need to do this week in order to to be able to accomplish that. Um, and I would say 80, 90% of those things we've, we've accomplished or we've done, or we've talked about, we've, you know, so I think it's a huge win. Something that has worked is having a vision board and then acting upon it. You know, we mm-hmm. have the, our, our weekly meetings where we actually have a specific amount of time where we actually talk about our vision board, um, and what's next with it. So, well, then I would say that that's also a, something that didn't work is that we didn't set our goals like high like i would say we were treading like we hit most of those goals by the second quarter um like the end of second quarter beginning of the third quarter and so we just didn't set our goals high enough so going into the vision board for 2020 like we set our goals for 90 days and we probably were over optimistic but then we were really undervaluing like what we could do in a whole year Mm -hmm. and so we're like oh we need want to do this and then it's like oh we completed that in four months yeah we still have eight more months to go so i think that that's something that we have to look at for 2020 is like being realistic with our rock goals and then being realistic and like trying to do some stretch stuff for 2020 to push ourselves so that we don't just stay stagnant and be like okay well let's just knock off like one more thing that's it we're just working on one thing because we finish everything like I think if we do it correctly, it should take us almost until the end of the year to basically hit the goals, not six months prior. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and obviously there's some things that, you know, you will probably will finish, but I think, yeah, like you're saying, we do need to aim a little higher, um, with the goals for mm-hmm. sure. All right. What is, well, what do we think will work? Do we have anything for that section? It's in the process. Oh, I think our calculator will work. Our website calculator. I think that will work. Um, I think Revamping our, our website. I, I think, think that's something that will definitely work. <laughs> it definitely will. I mean, yeah, that's one of those things where it's like, you know, if we go buy a new car, 
it's going to be better than our old car. Like, you know, so it will, I think it will work. It's just a matter of like how much better is it going to be? And I think it will be surprising to see how much better it is. Yeah. So that will be definitely something that will work. Um, Facebook foundations. I think adding that along with some other stuff that we offer that will work in like bit learning is something that we introduced this year, which is like our education kind of platform or, and uh, of the business. And we're kind of building pillars in thinking about this. Like we have the weekly bit, which is like our newsletter. We have bit learning, which is like our education area and resources. Um, we have the marketing days, the podcast and tip for tips. So there's like a, a lot of different pillars, I guess. And I think that the bit learning will just continue to grow. Like, and if we decide to push it and grow Facebook foundations and it does well, then we may go into Instagram. We might go into more advanced stuff. And that may just be something we use more leveraged uh, in the future. So I think that will be something that will work. Um, I was going to say something that will work and it could be half of a win as well is um, the introduction of active campaign. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, there's definitely a huge potential in there. And we, I don't know, at the beginning of the year, did we have pipe drive or were we still on Insightly? Um, no, we were still on Insightly. We weren't on Insightly, but we, we got it in like May or June. We got pipe drive in May or June. And that was a huge help. Yeah. I think that was a huge win. Having a pipe drive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think our, our, the apps and software that we're using have definitely improved and mm-hmm. active campaign is one that we've recently started using and that has huge, huge potentials um, with literally everything that we will be doing in 2020. So. Yeah. Active campaign should save us five or six hours a week mm-hmm. and just make things so much easier. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. Um, Hmm. What will work? What do we have going on? I can't really think of anything else that is going on that will work. Not that it won't work. It's just <laughs> we've kind of talked about the things that are in progress right now that we don't know will work yet. Yeah. All right. So the future, twenty twenty, and beyond. Um, so I, I, I think in conjunction with active campaign is automation. Mm-hmm. And I think we're going to definitely focus more on, on that and just making it easier for us to, you know, someone's interested in our content, then, okay, let's make it super easy for them to, I don't know, say something on messenger and they automatically get updates every time we publish something, mm-hmm. um, or via email, um, or, you know, people come to our website and they fill out, sub, sub, submit a form and there's just an automatic email sequence that that goes out and so building all that all those things is definitely going to be something that we're going to be pushing for for 2020 um automation on on different areas of our business yeah and i have a lot of cool ideas for that stuff too just like not only an automation series like let's get an email series but like just videos of explaining like okay instead of just text like let's do a video i think that just adds another level of like hey you just filled out this form you know, this is, you know, you're going to get a call from one of our team members and this is what's going to happen next. And like, you know, that's all text and then just video. Like, I think that's just a better user experience. Um, I think another thing that we're going to do is we're going to have to do anyway is just utilize our VAs um, to the fullest extent. And when we do that, it's just going to help us grow a lot faster because 
we've once we teach them once or we create that video once we don't ever have to do it again they can handle a task and it just means that one of the five of us or hopefully the future six seven of us won't have to do that task over and over again because Mm -hmm. the va will handle it which will free up time and give us more leverage yeah our ticketing system yes this is actually introduced by our business coaches but um yeah i mean we definitely spend a lot of time uh answering emails and working on just little things to maybe oh we need to fix something on this website or we need to add this little thing or we need to change this image on this ad campaign um and we've never really had a, a centralized ticketing system where um no emails get left behind or forgotten or whatever so um, we've always had, you know, Aaron at branding, Christian at branding, Daniel, hello at branding. Mm-hmm. So we want to create this, and we already have this email, which is support at bitbranding.co. And any of our clients or, you know, people who needs have any questions, they'll just go directly to that support. And that way, everyone in the office can see that and we can assign it to someone. It, it will be a, a more streamlined process. Um, instead of what we're doing now, which is like everyone's getting different, not just email, phone calls and mm-hmm. text messages and things like that. So um, a, a true working ticketing system um, is definitely going to help us tremendously. Can I, I, we can try to think of a couple more, but um, I, and we still have to like, that's what I think that vision portal will help with. But a true lead generation system like active campaign will help with this. Um, but then mm-hmm. just also we're in the middle of a course uh, called Foundations from Systemly. And that is something that like we will finish in 2020, hopefully the very beginning of 2020. And that will help us to generate real leads digitally and not just rely on stuff locally, which we love the local stuff, but just going after the bigger fish and bigger projects here locally and just having a system that we know we're going to be able to generate consistent leads um, online as well. Like we get leads online, but just not as frequent as we would like um, Mm -hmm. or consistent as like, it's like sometimes we'll get bam, 10, 15 people contact us in a week and the next week is like two or three. Like let's get something consistent um, throughout. And not just consistency, but more. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we, we we have all this content, we have all this stuff. So, yeah, yeah, like you're saying, we just need a. And there's different pieces that we've been working on, you mm-hmm. know, with the website, with Active Campaign, with all this stuff that, you know, we will be able to get to that. Um, it's just, like I said, I think prioritizing mm-hmm. and then making it all just work together. Yes. All right. Anything else for the future that we know of right now? The future. No. I mean, I think the uh, we, when we have our vision board meeting, <laughs> we'll actually have a, a better idea of, you know, what do we want to do, where we want to get to. Um, so I'm excited about that um, and excited about all the progress that we've made this year so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we hired two people, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy what we've accomplished in this year and the fact that oh we can do all this stuff mm-hmm. and then to think about okay for next year if we could do all this stuff last year and then where are we going to be at next yeah, year yeah i mean we can do double that easily yeah. um and yeah i mean i think yeah this year has been transformative for a business mm-hmm. and i think eye opening um as well um and i think we're 
molding it and shaping it into, you know, a, a true, you know, agency and company and all that. Um, I don't know if you go back a few years and we're in an apartment yeah. um, with like secondhand furniture Free that didn't match. Yeah. Um, it, it just back then it was just like, yeah, we're just a couple guys. You know, we have this agency, we have this product, we have this company. But now it's just like you kind of I mean, we're standing in his office, you look around and it's like, man, this is legit. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. This is a this is a real thing. I mean, our is- podcasts have real pop filters. Come on. No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think, I think it's the, the continuous improvement, education, um, and just keep working harder, um, at this will, will be awesome to see, you know, where we're going to be by the end of 2020. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode. This is not a normal episode. Usually we talk about topics that are specific for local business owners, or we interview local business owners who are just killing it in their industry. And, We will be back with one of those episodes next week. Um, As mentioned earlier, we will have some awesome business coaches in two weeks. Next week, we will have uh, where I think we're talking about uh, Facebook and e-commerce. So make sure to check out that episode. If this is your first time, make sure that you subscribe so you don't miss out on any episode. And if you've been listening for a while, please leave us an honest rating review on Apple Podcasts. This helps us grow and we will give you a shout out on the episode. Bye now. The Marketing Natives Podcast is a production of Bit Branding.